Adrian. Episode 1. Tell me a lie. Adrian thinks to herself. They say a life is a random series of events, but I say that's bullshit. After living hundreds of years. Well, if you count being a vampire as living. I believe, wait, I know all life is intertwined and destined. Who am I? I'm just a whisper through the centuries. A blonde-haired woman is wrestling in an alley with a big bald tattooed man. Her name's Adrian. Adrian Parker. He pulls a knife out and she punches him down after he stabs her. Mine are sharper. She smiled as her fangs showed. She is a vampire. She flips him over and cuffs him. But she is also a cop. Later that night she is back in the car with her partner and close friend Kevin. How the hell did you catch up to him? I lost you both a mile back. He asked puzzled. You know what they say about eating your vegetables Kev? Yeah, just like condoms don't leave home without them. It gets quiet because like with most if not all of his jokes she didn't find it funny. I thought it was funny. Kevin said as he hoped for at least a chuckle. Kev. You've never said a funny thing since I've met you. I take that back, the time you got super hammered and asked the captain to marry you, that was pretty hilarious. He looks down at his two-year sobriety chip. That's exactly why I quit drinking. Later. At the police station Adrian sat at her desk. She thinks to herself again. I know it's kind of cheesy to be a vampire and a cop. So why be both? Well I can't stop being a vampire and being a cop just feels good. Being on the right side of the law for once is refreshing. She breaks her train of thought as her cell phone rings. It's an incoming call from Tommy she quickly answers it. Oh crap baby. I'm sorry, I've been busy with paperwork at the station. Tommy is in his apartment. Sitting on the couch, eating popcorn while watching TV. It was supposed to be their cheesy B-movie date night. Yeah I know. I saw you on the news. And it's okay, we can have movie night anytime. We are getting married you know? Adrian smiles, and blushes but before she can reply, Tommy is startled by a knock at the front door. Someone's at the door honey, I got to answer it quickly, hang on. She hears a loud banging. And what sounds like a struggle. The line goes dead. Adrian rushes to her soon-to-be husband's apartment. She sees the front door is open and runs in. Tommy? Baby where are you? Furniture is broken and glass is all over the floor from a vase on the counter. It was apparent to her. That Tommy put up one hell of a fight. She looks out an open window. And sees a van speeding off and burning rubber. Luckily for her she has a photographic memory. And memorizes the license plate. She thinks out loud to herself. Who would do this? Someone from my past, human or monster, I don't care. They are dead, either way. I will get Tommy back at any cost. Adrian is still in panic mode, from what had transpired, she began storming the police station. The plates you gave me don't match any registered vehicle. Kevin told her disappointed. Damn it. We'll find him. Don't worry. Kevin hands Adrian a folder, off of his desk. I know this is not the time, but the captain gave me our next case. Well screw the captain and screw the case. I'm getting Tommy back. Kevin doesn't want to say it but he knows he has to. It's Richard Levy. As she's about to leave. She stops cold in her tracks, when she hears the name. 
she turns around and faces Kevin dead in the eyes. I thought we got him locked up. And threw away the key? Sadly Adrian, a filing error got him released on a technicality. But he killed four children. You mean five. He opens the folder. And shows her a picture of a boy. He was found this morning. Video surveillance proves it was Levy, but he got away before police arrived. Adrian stares at the photo for a few moments. Stuck between wanting to save Tommy. And putting a stop to this child murderer. First Richard Levy then I will get the scum that has Tommy. Elsewhere, a black bag is pulled off Tommy's head, he is tied to a chair. What's going on, somebody help. He can barely make out the two men who took him. He sees them talking in the distance. Are you sure he's the one? I'm positive. He is the vessel. Then he will reward you greatly when he rises. Adrian and Kevin walk into a bar. They stroll up to a table with three shady-looking characters sitting there. Look what the bat dragged in. Snake you mean rat right, asked Kevin. No, I mean your partner. Adrian cuts him off before he can finish his remark. And bangs his head against the bar counter. Easy there. Aren't you gonna buy me dinner first, before you get all touchy-feely? How about a steak? He growls and shows her his fangs. He knew she didn't mean the meaty kind, but the pointy wooden kind. Where's Richard Levy? How should I know? Snake snarled. You owe me, remember 1672. Okay, he's at Cliffs on 4th Street. But now we are square do you hear me? She lets Snake go and they head to the car. What did you mean 1672, and what was with his teeth? It's the street address, I busted him on. And as far as the teeth I guess, so does your dental work wonders. Embarrassed, she didn't know if Kevin would buy it. But it's the first thing that came to her mind. But in reality, 1672 was the year she saved Snake from a vampire hunter. Soda? You expect me to believe that? Figures. I never get a straight answer from you. She thought to herself. He's right I hate lying to him. And I hate lying to Tommy as well. But they wouldn't understand. I mean I drink blood, I partied a lot and hung with a bad crowd especially in the 1600s. That's not table talk or even bedroom talk. They sped to the location and got out of the car. Let the fun times roll. Kevin joked as he spun his six-shooter. Sorry, still working on my catchphrase. Keep brainstorming. Adrian said. They enter the building. It's kind of dark inside. Kevin quickly gets knocked out by Levy, who was lurking in the shadows. Adrian knocks him down after a fist fight. She pulls a gun on him, and he begs for his life. Please don't kill me, I promise I'll never do it again. No you won't. She replied with a cold, blank, emotionless, stare as she fires the weapon. Elsewhere. Tommy is still in the chair, as the two men return, with some sort of liquid. And a syringe. Who are you? Why are you doing this? Tommy screamed, as they injected the glowing liquid into his arm. One of the men began to speak to him. Don't you see, you have been given a gift. What gift? What was in that? Ignoring him the man replies. You will give him life once again. Adrian is sitting on the roof of the car. And thinking to herself. I haven't given up on looking for you Tommy. I just don't know where else to look. I promise I'll bring you home.
elsewhere. Home, you'll bring him home. You'll bring Lucifer home. Laughs one of the captures. Tommy has a look of pure fear in his eyes, as he begins having unnatural neck spasms. The end. Tell Me a Lie was written by Joe Ogo's Wish, Adrian was created by Joe Ogo's A Wish. And this was narrated by the Speak Pickup.